I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. Go ahead. Make my day. Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. Why did you say that name? I understood that reference. Forgot about my new toys. Let's go. I'll have what she's having. Did I just say recording? Right, yeah. Yes. Did we find check all the labels? We are now recording. Oh, hey, I think that. yeah. Well, Neri checked the leg, uh, labels. Listen, <laughs> I think hey. it's the Legos. Yeah, Legos. Uh, welcome to uh, Mount Geekmore podcast. This Why? Is, thank you. Uh, <laughs> hi, hi, everybody. I'm looking right at you, Dave. <laughs> Steph, not so much. No, Why? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's rude. I'm just kidding. Uh, welcome to the uh, Geek Newsy. Uh, yes, I'm not Neri. Um, <laughs> we had some mic issues. Thank and you Neary's for that. <laughs> rushing on his way to go buy a new microphone for us to record the episode, but we figured we will go ahead and do the news and discuss it. It's like an audio delivery service. I think all of us have seen the Star Wars trailer. Let's yes. start this off because yes. he hasn't, and we don't yeah. want to spoil it for him. Spoilers ahead. There's, even though there's not really spoilers, but if you choose, I mean, that, I guess if you can spoil a trailer. Yeah. Some people. I have a friend of mine that refuses to watch the trailer at all. I almost did. But then I lasted. I like, can't. I can't resist. Yeah, I lasted seven <laughs> hours. That was it. I watched. Oh. I watched it about four times. Same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, then I showed it to people, and then I shared <laughs> it. And I'm like, oh my god, you also need to enjoy this joy. And yeah. What were your and okay? So what were your thoughts, uh, Steph? You want to go first? No, I got chills. Like any single mm-hmm. time, it's one of those things, like, it's, it's so it's fun the nostalgia that comes back whenever a new Star Wars movie comes out, mm-hmm. uh, especially because just nowadays you know that they're putting that much effort into making it like like i don't know i feel like it's not it, i have way more faith in these three than the previous three okay you know what i mean okay um uh, but yeah no seeing carrie fisher made me almost want to cry mm-hmm. <laughs> the little porg thing <sighs> i'm like kind of convinced i'm gonna love it i'm afraid of not loving it <laughs> i already I have I the funkos of it <laughs> I haven't seen the movie See, at all. For, for me, for me, it's the opposite. Like yeah. I'm afraid that this is going to be the Ewok of this trilogy. See, but since I saw Star Wars when I was a little kid, I liked the Ewoks. The Ewoks are the reason the rebellion succeeded. So I don't know what the problem is. And, and, and <laughs> I don't I, see what the issue is. I, under, I understand that, but <laughs> when you when you look back on it now as an adult. It, it's extremely heavy-handed. I mean, mm-hmm. that's really like you know. I, I understand what George Lucas was going for right. with having you know this incredibly primitive culture fight back, you know, the Empire and win. But mm-hmm. it's Avatar? just well, okay. Uh, what's that? <laughs> I was like Avatar. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but it's it's just to me it it seems hokey now as an adult, and uh, like I don't find myself watching Return of the Jedi as often. I'll be honest, I don't. I don't either. Like mm-hmm. watch it as often as the others. Yeah. Um, but I think it was that 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 character was obviously marketed to kids. Right. I mean, I just I think that the the porg, no matter what, is it's not going to be the Jar Jar. Right. Please God. Yeah. Someone <laughs> mentioned to me like, oh, <laughs> they're bringing Jar Jar back. I'm like, no, nah, dude, <laughs> calm down. No, no, no. Those porgs yeah. don't have a Jamaican accent. <laughs> <laughs> I I just I hope that they that the porg doesn't become. Uh, this this thing where it's just you know it's a it's a toy making machine where oh it already is though kind oh, of. no I, I understand but you know if 
if they use it the way they used Baby Groot in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, where, mm-hmm. you know, they used him, I think, appropriately. They yeah. didn't overuse him. He was there for comic relief, and mm-hmm. the yeah. comic relief was awesome. Yeah. You know? Um, and his little bad- badass moments, too. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. It, it, it was, it, he was used very uh, purposefully. Mm-hmm. It didn't seem like it was trying to be cutesy. Right. It just was. But see, know? like, Baby Groot also makes a lot more sense. Um, well, not necessarily more sense, but it. Baby Groot still matches Guardians of the Galaxy in tone because every, mm-hmm. everyone has their own comedic beats. Right. It is like, it is a pretty heavily comedic series for the most mm-hmm. part. Um, but I think Star Wars has a pretty decent track record of that. I mean, C-3PO and R2-D2 alone are always just, like, they're like the Abra Costello right. yeah. of like, the Star Wars movies. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I just want to, I just want to see Chewbacca happy. So if he has to have a little like <laughs> that like, might have been my favorite shot of the of the trailer was was Chewbacca ro- d- growling and then the little pork just oh like, <laughs> yeah for sure my favorite shot was Luke when mm-hmm. uh, when they first show Luke mm-hmm. and with uh, that scared look on his face with that scared look on his face yeah. man I got so ch- curious. for starters Hamill's lost some weight. Well, he got into shape. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He he looks he looks good. Mm-hmm. And um, well, he knew he had to be on camera again, so he's like, "Let me be pretty again." Right. Yeah. Like, um. So I uh that that you know it seems very dark. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if these movies are following the, you know, original trilogies sort of tone, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that you know this is going to be the Empire Strikes Back of this right. this series, which for me is, I mean, Empire Strikes Back is. One of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. But what do you know. feel about the people who say that each one of these movies is just a clone of the originals? Uh, I think that that is a gross generalization. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that you're seeing what you want to see. Mm-hmm. And um, and here's the thing. When you stray too far from what the formula is, you get the people that say, oh, well, this isn't Star Wars anymore. Yeah. And then when well, you stick, no when you, when you stick too like, closely to the yeah. formula, then you say, you know, oh, well, this is exactly what I saw before. Mm-hmm. Finding that balance, you're never going to make it everyone happy. Yeah. You know? I mean, um, I personally thought this first movie did a great job of showing parallels. Yeah. It like, was, you, yeah. 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 Exactly. You see the parallel mm-hmm. without it necessarily being a mirror image either. One history repeats itself. Yeah. You know, we don't learn from our past, even though we know what that history is, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I think that it did a really good job of doing that. I think there's yeah. a lot of, especially with Force Awakens, there's a lot of very, simil- very close similarities with the original Star Wars versus Force Awakens. I, I can see the argument that people have. Mm-hmm. This one, watching the trailer... I got Hoth from the, those shots of them on the desert planet mm-hmm. with the 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 new like gorilla at ads that mm-hmm. have the knuckles. It I was like, okay, this is this is the Hoth battle for right. this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, but I, like you said, every every even if you go back to the original the the not the original trilogy the the prequels the prequels mm-hmm. they follow same, the same tone yeah. they follow yeah. the same exact thing two is a lot darker and it's about you know Anakin discovering himself and you know beginning that fight with the dark side right um you know and then three is you know of course the 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 final battle between good and evil right um do you really think we're gonna see Ray go through that or do you think that though it's a kind of like a red herring I think that this trailer was all about redirection yeah. and and red herrings being thrown at you left and right. Now, yeah. now the thing that Neri said before you guys got there, we were talking a little bit about it, was the fact that Rain Johnson came out and said, don't watch the trailer if you don't want to know anything that happens. He came out and said that. So that for the director to come out hmm. and say beforehand, don't watch the trailer on Monday Night Football if you don't want to know anything. 
makes me question whether that's a red herring or not, or if that's just an extended red herring of him. I, I think so. I yeah, think that yeah. all, all of this is just, you know, a, a marketing, you know, scheme to. Well, I mean, to we're get working you. with Disney now, so they're going to have solid marketing. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, they they don't miss. Disney doesn't miss. No. And, I, yeah. you know, at least in the last 15 years, they haven't missed. The the one thing I'm concerned with is the, um, that I didn't like, and I was mentioning it to you guys earlier, was the Finn Phasma scene. Right. They should not have put that in there, in my opinion. They should have maybe just done a shot of Finn's face and a shot of Phasma's face and kind of the implication of shit's about to go down. I don't think they should have put Finn or Phasma in there at all because when last we left them, Finn was recovering, yeah. maybe, right in a hospital bed, right? And Phasma had been thrown into a trash compactor and her fate was not told. That's yeah. true, too. Yeah, know, I would so, have rather had the reveal Yeah, the, the reveal. And I, I, I certainly hope that Phasma gets a bigger role in this one because yeah. she was built up and hyped up and I was like, this is going to be the yeah. Boba Fett. I mean, it's, of- it's a waste of... Um- Gwendolyn Christie? Yeah. The waste of her otherwise if they don't actually just give her something to do. Exactly. Mm. Besides just a couple lines that she had in the in the first movie. Yeah. Which by the way, the they do explain how Phasma gets out of the trash compactor and off of Starkiller Base in the new Marvel comic series. Mm. Oh, they do. And it's awful. It's terrible. Really? Yeah, it sucks. She climbs. <laughs> Listen, the Is whole, it canon? It's canon. Yeah. The oh. whole thing takes place within six minutes. And it's absolutely ludicrous if she had had an hour. Okay. Like, it's it's almost like... They made her too badass in a way? No, it's just like they, they just ignored sound... Logic. Like, logic and uh, science. Like, time does, just doesn't flow appropriately at yeah, all. Yeah, but it's also the universe where, you know... Jedi's are a thing, so I don't and know. Like, and, yeah. and I, I would buy that <laughs> yeah. if it, if it was someone who had the power of the Force okay. on their side, but All she right. doesn't. And I, most, you're saying, at least how do you it, know? Well, that's true. How do you know? Uh, but oh, that mo- would be really most cool, of these, most of these Marvel uh, Star Wars comics are awesome. I've really enjoyed mm-hmm. probably the the majority of them. Uh, this is the first one where I thought, no, this is just not good. Yeah, it was it was really bad. Um, so I would read it so that you can see how bad it is. Uh, that bad because it's yeah. It's, well, you're it's selling awful. me on it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I've, been, I've been like <laughs> you, the no. king of it's so bad it's good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. But no, there's, I'll, there's, I'll okay. There is so bad it's good as in like there's Jupiter ascending so bad it's good. No, no, no. <laughs> yes. No. yes. There's no good from Jupiter ascending. Or, okay, fine. The room. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Jupiter Ascending. Okay. <laughs> Fucking love the room. I'll, t- I'll tell you what's cool about Jupiter Ascending is what they tried to do. Yeah. They, yeah. Oh, no. they tried to make it a throwback of, you know, the, the 70s and the 80s, you know, fantasy movies. Mm-hmm. And I think that's awesome. I think it would have been And a I can appreciate it for that, yeah. but I don't think they did a very good job. It would have been a kick-ass miniseries. Yeah. 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 Which if, is what, if sci-fi had taken it. And, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, speaking of, isn't Inhuman supposed to be a miniseries? I could have sworn it was. Are they doing a full-fledged TV hey, show? Well, no, it's going to be a miniseries because they're going to cancel it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> no, yeah, I was saying, is that the intention? Because I... I don't think that was ever the intention. No, it was supposed so, to be a series like, like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, shit. And run parallel to it. Oh, really? Yeah, I think that was part of it is that they were supposed to kind of crossover well, at some points. No, <laughs> they should not At least that, that's the way yeah. it was sold, but we know that yeah. Marvel will sell you something and then deliver something else and people yeah, like will Marvel, still the, buy it. The thing that's around the TV just don't connect. Like, no. So I tried with Inhumans. I was writing to you guys in the chat. Yeah. For the listeners, I 
I don't know why I did this to myself. I don't know why. <laughs> but I watched all the first three episodes of it. And like the entire time, I'm just rolling my eyes constantly as I watch mm. this thing. Like I, it just... I'm like, it's one of those things where I'm like, you didn't even try. The live like, tweeting didn't. that you did to us, the live yeah. texting was that was hilarious. Great. Yeah. <laughs> I was so dying. wait a second, does this take place here? Like, like is this what's... is this supposed to be in Hawaii? What what's <laughs> going on? Yeah, because they're, they're all in Hawaii, and like, mind you, so I've been to all these places where they all show up, and mm-hmm. it's one of those things where I'm like, we people because they they go one of the characters gets transported like i'm like obviously not doing too many spoilers because you guys shouldn't watch this um <laughs> the spoiler is watching the show yeah yeah it spoils your life yeah we, these are three hours i will never have back in my life <laughs> um medusa at some point gets transported by lockjaw to hawaii mm-hmm. uh lockjaw is transporting a bunch of them and like none of them are anywhere near each other they're all in different areas of oahu at least you got the island right um <laughs> but she ends up in the diamond head crater and like literally from the diamond head crater she's like i'm gonna find a way back in and just like hops into like the nearest bus where like there just happens to be this, like a bus like right next to her and i'm just like one of those things i'm like watching it and i'm like that's not even the how fuck? it is yeah. there like like it's just one of those things where i'm like oh, i can't imagine like, if you're a hawaiian watching this movie they also portray them i don't know it's, it's interesting like there's i don't know i don't want to see it. oh there's a part like okay they tried to speed up character development and that annoys the shit out of me it makes no sense to me how in one scene one of the characters gets saved from the waves by a bunch of surfer dudes the very next scene he's talking around with all of them in a campfire and telling him about his story and then the third scene they come back to him they've already sworn their allegiance to him to help him fight these people from space and i'm like you're a bunch of surfer dudes from hawaii was that like, Bodie and johnny utah <laughs> <laughs> That would have made it more believable. Yeah. That would have made it more believable. But these are just random guys. Biocondios, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would have bought that guy. Like, if the guys were stupid and they were just like, yeah, sure, we'll do it. But these guys were like, yeah, we're, you're in Hawaii, bro. Everyone's family. Like, every, we like, oh, protect God. each it other. Oh, was that shit? It was oh. that kind of shit. And I was no. like, oh, ew, don't do that. That's cool. No, no. no I don't All like, right. I don't like it. Well, I'm glad I didn't. Don't. The Gifted, so, however. Really, I dug the The Gifted? Yeah. That's oh, that's the, the X-Men, X-Men one. one? Mm-hmm. I got to see that. Yeah, that one was solid. Um, all right, some other bits of news. Um, well, Corey Feldman and Corey Haim are getting a lifetime biopic called A Tale of Two Corys. <laughs> it's Produced- about damn time. <laughs> I'm glad I broke stuff. I'm glad that my fan letters finally reached the ears of someone that was willing to listen. <laughs> the thing is, I've been so I've been so wondering my entire life the behind the scenes of License to Drive, and now I'm going to get that in, in a just, lifetime picture. It's just one of those things where I'm like, why now? Why? Just you want to know the funny part about this? They both auditioned for their parts, didn't get them. Mm, not believable. Well, especially since one's dead. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I forgot that Corey was dead. That <laughs> <laughs> shows like how like how much you just I haven't thought did. of them. Yeah. <laughs> or else I'd be extra fucked up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Listen, man, I, I got a soft spot in my heart for both those guys. You know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. well, the Lost Boys. I, I love it. I mean, yeah, you know. Yeah. So uh, Corey Feldman is a producer on it. Well, um, and he says he's going to lend some stuff to the story as well. I wouldn't say I'm a writer or director. Neither would it was done, <laughs> or a singer. It was done with or some, an actor. Really, yeah. <laughs> it was done with some friends of mine, and I oh god, mm-hmm. and I helped with some stuff so that it didn't stray too far from the truth. This is coming out, and I'm giving my commitment and my word to Corey's mother that I steer away from conversations that are about him. Okay? What? 
I don't know. So don't they're going to they're going to make everything like squeaky clean then because like I hope not. They, well, did you like. see the Save by the Bell one that they did? No. I actually want Oh my god, you need to watch it. I tend it. to stay away from like those like biopics like oh, especially no. if it's like a lifetime biopic. You got to watch that dumpster fire. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so good. The same oh, cuz okay. cuz it was it was done I think it was based off of stories from uh dustin diamond oh no he's the one that like gave them like the juice on what happened i'm like we trusted du- we trusted J- dustin diamond's judgment yeah, like, yeah the, mr knife in a bar yeah uh, dustin. oh god um, mr dick in a camera yeah and yeah it was like was this pre or post porn <laughs> like, <laughs> can you really oh call it porn though if there's crying um, <laughs> that's a whole subject yeah <laughs> porn hub so i've heard my mistake <laughs> um okay another bit of news and that's clearing my history. terrible <laughs> uh bill and ted 3 officially has a title and it's a terrible title well um what is it it's bill and ted uh face the music okay uh <laughs> You can take my silence. Yeah, uh, like, uh, I, I don't. I don't know what to what to think about that. Like that kind of that kind of title, if it was like right there, like right preceding, like if it had directly followed the other Bill and Ted's, would have made sense because it's like it's the end. Right. The face of music. They do a bunch of music stuff. We get cool. It makes sense. But if you're bringing it back, but you're also saying that you're like, yeah, they face the music when they just stop doing movies together. Like, like, right. Ugh. Just when we accepted that Bill and Ted stopped. It just it, it seems out of place. Like I was excited yeah. for three, but I don't like that title at all. Yeah. Mill and Ted face the music. It's a cautionary tale. They're supposed to save the world, but when we see them, they haven't saved the world, and they're married and have kids, and they're playing to nobody. But they have to write the song and face the music. Hopefully, we'll make it before I'm sixty. That's a quote mm-hmm. from Keanu Reeves. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I guess that makes sense when you explain it like that. But yeah, does it though? Yeah. Uh. Does it make sense? If you wanted to, <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather see a table. Maybe convince Corys. yourself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay, fair. so this this came out, uh, and I'm super excited for this. Actually, there's a documentary that's being made about Nint- uh, Nickelodeon. Oh, cool! Called huh. the Orange Years, and they released. Great a t- that's a great title. Yeah, they released yeah. a teaser. And it shows clips from the Universal Studios Nickelodeon, oh, which fantastic. I lived at. Yeah, oh I my loved god, it. I love that place so much. So sad that it's like a regular building now. It's a Blue Man Group. Yeah, that's, that's okay. a Blue Man Group auditorium. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, regular building. Well, and then all yeah. those backlots are basically just used for yeah. actual backlots, like yeah, storage like, now. Actually, <laughs> the and one, like one of the backlots, that's where they record a wrestling show oh okay cool uh, gfw mm-hmm. global force wrestling mm-hmm. they do it there yeah but all, all those used to be where they filmed these shows uh yeah. you know double all dare that and, and like, yeah you know sorry that's later right all that all i think that all was that was like, around maybe might have been around during when the studio was still there i think so yeah, yeah. you can't yeah. do that on television all those mm-hmm. were definitely there um i'm, I'm excited for it because i mean i Nickelodeon was the shit. Yeah, I remember up. the portion mm-hmm. of time like growing up where like if you weren't watching Nickelodeon over Disney, like like mm-hmm. why like why weren't like why are you watching Disney instead? Yeah, What's wrong if, with if you weren't watching, are you afraid of the dark? I didn't want to be your friend. <laughs> yeah, fair. Because that show. Yeah, I was I was definitely more of a uh, of a Cartoon Network guy, but that came around a little bit later though. Um, yeah, I think Nick. I don't think Cartoon Network was really. I don't know, man. I remember watching when I was really young. Well, Sam was Samurai Jack the original on Cartoon. Well, Network? No, 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 Space no, Goes no. Coast Car- to Coast. Cartoon Network. No, Cartoon Network. Even before Space Goes Coast to Coast was reruns of 
old cartoon shows. Yeah. So it like was like what, what, what Boomerang stuff, right? is now. Yeah. That's what Cartoon Network used to be. Yeah. Uh, and so I watched a lot of that. So like I grew up on like the original Space Ghost, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and uh, Birdman and all these old Hanna Barbera right, cartoons. Right. Uh, and then I would I would tune into to Disney Channel and Nickelodeon from time to time to catch, you know, a show here or there. So I wasn't a huge Nickelodeon fan, mm-hmm. but some of them definitely resonated with me, like like Double Dare and mm-hmm. uh, Rocco's Modern Life. I fucking loved oh, yeah. Rocco's Modern Life. I'm excited for it to come back. Yes. That's another yeah. game that was out for the SNES. Oh, the Rocco one? The, yeah, the Super Nintendo. <laughs> I don't know that I ever played that. Rocco, well? Well, now it's time to add it to the there list. There you go. <laughs> All right, I, I found this story, Dave, and I, I picked this one out for you because I know I, I'm, I loved this and... Um, I, I I feel like you might have as well, Stephanie. Um, mm-hmm. There is a reboot that has been announced for okay. Steven Spielberg's Amazing Stories. I have just heard about this, and I'm really excited. I did not know about this actually. <laughs> I love Amazing Stories, and they are yeah. going to reboot it. Um, it's going to be with Apple. Okay, so All Apple's right. Apple's going to be doing it. Um, and they're gonna. The project was was originally set to air on NBC, but now NBC is teaming with Apple to bring the series to life. It's be, being developed by Brian Fuller. From, oh wow! Yeah, mm-hmm. which gives me hope that this reboot will actually be good. Um, it looks like it's going to be the first season of the anthology series is expected to get a ten episode run. Okay. Um, there's no details of how mm. or when the series will launch, though. Okay. So I okay, hope there's some de- yeah details yeah, I'm, soon though. Like, mm-hmm. But uh, the the other anthology series that was just announced as well is the the Philip K. Dick one, uh, Electric Dreams, uh-huh. which looks mm. absolutely incredible. Uh, thank you, Neri, for sending that my way and, re- <laughs> and remembering that I'm a big fan of Dick um, <laughs> because he he texted he texted us and he was like, Dave, check this out, and I checked it out and I wept. <laughs> and I laughed and I touched myself and, and did uh, all of them at the same time right. <laughs> not necessarily in that order um, yeah, so I'm, I'm very very excited for that and I just um, I did actually get a little um, a little emotional not because of anything that I saw there just thinking about how important Philip K. Dick's writing has become over the last 50 years the the number of people that he's uh touched and impacted because his, his writing is uh very very deep and uh Can remind me of what he's written his biggest stories were uh turned into lots of movies mm-hmm. um total recall oh shit. uh blade runner oh damn um uh a scanner darkly oh so he's basically like the father of like dark dystopian uh, dark dystopian space yeah. like pretty much kind of yeah futuristic. i mean he's he's part of that second wave of sci-fi writers yeah. after like asimov and mm-hmm. clark and heinlein uh, he kind of came in about you know 20 years after these guys and he changed the game he made it very sure. very dark and um yeah because but, those those definitely go together like yeah. that that mm-hmm. cluster of movies like totally yeah for sure um so i am I'm so excited for this. So excited. And I'm glad that that Dick is finally getting his due. Yeah. Go Dick. I think you just yeah. really want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, um, I teach one of his books. Yeah. And uh, so I tell all the boys that they have one week before we start reading to get all the dick jokes out. <laughs> and um, Yeah. And they do. <laughs> they they, they, oh, they get the dick jokes out. Do they ever like impress you with their creativity? Yes, uh, there is actually one uh, one boy, and I teach in an all boys Catholic school. Um, there was one boy who um, did not bring his book in on time, mm-hmm. and so he 
came to class one day and uh and he said uh sir uh i need i need credit for an assignment and i said okay what is it he goes let me show you my dick and he <laughs> threw the book down on the desk and it you know thumped on the on the desk and i looked up at him and i said that's good. <laughs> That's good. That'll like do, that. pig. Yeah. That'll yeah. do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <A> solid dick. <laughs> That's a good dick. Um, uh, this is super exciting for me. Batman the Animated Series is officially going to be coming to Blu-ray in 2018. What, what? Oh, yeah. Arguably the best... Uh, cartoon in ever made history of yep. the world. Mm-hmm. You pretty much never see it, hear anyone refute that. Mm-hmm. And if they do, they're honest. wrong. That yeah. might be why. Because they don't want to. There are facts, and then there's facts. They don't want to say. Yeah, they don't want to sound wrong. <laughs> they're like, you know what? I don't want to sound wrong today. I'm not going to disagree with you. I mm-hmm. think that's one of those things where preference might take over, and you might prefer one show over another. Mm-hmm. But as far as the actual like the the quality of the show the storytelling the art the consistency i don't think any show ever came close has come close you know will yeah. ever come like close. superhero animated specifically or no just any any animated tv show like there's um like obviously that's a very huge that's a large that's a really broad i mean you're going to have we done that mountain yet by the way we did 90s cartoons and 80s mm-hmm. and 80s cartoons yeah okay um which that was our universal number one was Batman, Batman the Animated, the animated It's the only universal number one we've ever had, I think. Probably. Because even for the Schwarzenegger Mountain where everyone put T2, I put T1. Right. Because yeah. <laughs> you have to be difficult. Or, right, but you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so in, in a little bit, cause, because it is my favorite month of the year, October, a little bit of uh, horror news. Um, John Carpenter has come out and said that the- Ooh, this ho- is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> That he likes playing Destiny 2. Ha! That's not what you thought I was going to talk about, huh? Not at all. No. I've checked but, out but of this that, conversation. But that did happen. I did post that. Did he? He did. That's he was awesome. talking about how he's playing Destiny 2 now and he's obsessed with the game. He is into video games. Yeah, yeah we said that he wanted to, to kind of get into that, that industry. And he's like, that it's really fun and it's really cool. And I'm like, that would be awesome if John Carpenter did one. Oh, um, yeah. But he announced that the Halloween sequel that's coming up, that's been announced with um, Jamie Lee Curtis coming back, mm-hmm. is going to... Ignore every other Halloween movie that's come out except for the original. Did so, we cover this already? Okay, so we, I think... Or have we just gone on about we it discussed, ourselves? <laughs> the, there's been a lot of speculation about what's going oh, on with okay. the new movie. And I think um, in a previous Geek News, and I can't remember which one it is, we discussed how it seemed like it might be picking up after Halloween 2. Right. Which oh, is what outfit. H2O did. Right. right. Uh, but then um, Green and... Um, Who's the other one? Uh, Mick uh, McDowell. Mick, uh, no, Malcolm McDowell. Not Malcolm McDowell. Oh, because um, you said Muck, and he was in Halloween. No, we... Donald Pleasance was in Halloween. Oh no, you're right. Not Malcolm McDowell. No, you're right. No, uh, the 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 guy from uh, Eastbound and Down. Um, the funny oh, guy, McBride. Pineapple Express. McBride. Yes, oh, Danny, Danny McBride. McBride. Uh, they've been they've been you know doing little you know things here and there talking about the development of it and everything kind of started to point towards um well they're actually even going to ignore part two because they talked about how they didn't really like the fact that part two reveals that laurie and michael are brother and sister yeah. right uh so spoiler alert <laughs> if, <laughs> yeah, if yeah. you haven't seen halloween 2 in 40 years uh, right um it's <laughs> their brother and sister so they kind of yeah. thought that it got a little hokey and the 
you know, that it was too predictable that that would happen. Um, personally, I love Halloween too. Mm-hmm. Um, that didn't bother me about it. It didn't either. I, I, I mean, Halloween two is definitely you know a post Friday the Thirteenth movie where you start getting more of that gore and mm-hmm. and and the 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 violence in there. But I I I would have loved if it picked up after Halloween two. Uh, but I'll take I'll take it picking up after Halloween one any day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, so I you think they're gonna write it out then, like. That he's not, he's no longer going to be here. What what the, yeah, Carpenter the, said was that you should think of this as an alternate reality, where right. um, <laughs> maybe Halloween two, three, four, five, six is one, one kind of timeline. There's another timeline where Halloween one, two, H two O Resurrection happens, and then there's another timeline where. Halloween one, and then this one happens. So this one's where they found. I love them. when movies do this. Yeah, it's, this is in this, so in this it one, Biff, Biff found the almanac. Biff found the almanac. Got yeah, it. exactly. Got it. All right. So I mean, truthfully, because X Men wise, what what universe are we living in now at this point? Like, who knows? Yeah, yeah. I've lost. Knows? I, I don't. Like post Logan, I have no idea. I don't think Professor X knows because <laughs> well, he's dead. Well, he, he's also like fuck senile. Right. <laughs> Before then, damn. Spoiler alert. So so is uh. So Scott, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. depends on which timeline you're following, I guess. Which we don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and some of the timelines, everybody, just fucking everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just let Kitty Pride and Nightcrawler be alive, and I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, that, interesting. That's why I kind of want yeah. someone else to watch The Gifted too, just because I, I was watching it, but I can't figure out what universe and what timeline it's supposed to be existing in. It I'm, is obviously in the X-Men universe, but I just don't know. But is it taking... Where? <laughs> is it following the canon of the films at all? Or, or is, it, it, is, it its, is it its own thing? It's its own thing. It's like it's uh, everyone else's reactions to mutants being a thing. So it's... Okay. Yeah, the like X-Men... Okay, so the X-Men haven't shown up. The X-Men have disappeared. Like the X-Men haven't been around for a while. No one has seen them. Okay. So I don't know if there is a storyline structure somewhere out there where yes. that is a thing. Because uh, maybe that's this is that. In, indirectly. Um, mm-hmm. In the late 60s, um, early 70s, the X-Men kind of took a hiatus mm-hmm. where the only stories being published were old stories. Mm-hmm. And in 1975, they came back with um, a very, very important comic book called uh, Giant X-Men Number 1, mm-hmm. where uh, the writing was taken over by a guy by the name of Chris Claremont. Mm-hmm. And this guy revolutionized the X-Men. So he's he, like the X-Men that we know now. Right. The X-Men that we know now is not really the Stan Lee and, and Jack Kirby X-Men. It's mm-hmm. the Chris Claremont X-Men. And he had a uh, like a th- like a 20-year run. Oh, shit. Straight run. He's okay, the, so this he, is probably, He was the yeah. only writer writing X-Men. So in that time in between uh, Stan Lee and Chris Claremont... The X Men, I guess, sort of disappeared mm-hmm. because there's there's this big gap in time yeah. where the original X Men are now older; they're no longer teenagers. Because the next time you see them in a new comic, mm-hmm. they're they're older. Okay. They're they're you know the the young adults, not the not the teenagers that you last saw. So so time did pass. Okay, you know, yeah. So it could be in that time where you know they were kind of just hanging out in you know. Xavier's mansion and just yeah, because like, that's what I'm saying. I'm not. It's not clear yet. Like if it's like they disappeared, disappeared, doesn't something happen to them, mm-hmm. or like or what? I'm trying to figure out what timeline this is existing in. Okay, <laughs> because uh, yeah, so they haven't been around for a while, and like the reason I can tell that this is definitely the Marvel approved movie, uh, TV show over Inhumans. Like 
they're definitely putting more effort into this one right. is that this is the one where Stanley actually does make a cameo. Oh, well, there you go. Oh, does, really? Like, two second cameo in oh. it. And I'm like, and that's why I'm following this one. Because this is the one that Stanley was <laughs> yeah. like, no, 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 no. The other one's going to be. Yeah. And he did, because his thing is if yeah. he if he created it, yeah. he will do a cameo for it. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess he didn't do it in humans then. He did. He did do in humans? Yeah, he was the original I'm almost certain he was the original Yes, he created them because they debuted in Final, uh, not Final Fantasy, but I'm thinking FF, Fantastic Four. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Sometime very shortly after um, the, uh, the the very famous, the, the Galactus trilogy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Either right before or right after. Oh, God. <laughs> these these things get crossed after after a while. You have yeah. so much in your brain that th- the important that stuff falls anymore. out. Well, coming with timelines in I general remember, are hard to keep like keep track of just because you're like really okay, is. but this is when they rebooted this, and this mm-hmm. is when they re- like you know mm-hmm. they basically retconned every, like everything, and then we went back to here and like. Mm-hmm. Well, that I, ha- I had mentioned to them that the, at the comic book shop they were telling me they're starting Marvel's basically starting from seven ninety, and starting from scratch and doing an entire new run oh my like, god of, yeah <laughs> it's and they've been doing these releasing these issues called generations where they're getting the original characters and the new versions of them mm-hmm. and doing like one-offs mm-hmm. so they had like the original phoenix and the new phoenix they had x23 and wolverine they had the asian hulk that's going on now and the and bruce banner hulk mm-hmm. like and they they're setting up they had thor and female thor mm-hmm. um trying to remember the other one that they had i think they had spider-man and miles morales i think mm-hmm. like peter parker and miles morales right, right. Mm-hmm. um trying to remember they were going to do a few of them leading up to 790 which is where it originally left off mm-hmm. and continuing which from there. were which series left off the, uh, he 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 didn't tell i'm trying to remember what, what he told who, me who he? the the comic book shop owner sorry <laughs> oh, okay because he knows way well, of that, course he would. That guy, that guy will talk your ear off. See, I, uh, I, usually I don't. <laughs> I think, I think that Marvel is trying a lot of different things to see what sticks, mm-hmm. and I think that they just they don't know what to do to keep selling comics. Um, when the answer has been right in front of them all along, just write a good fucking comic book, right. which they haven't done in a long time. Uh, I stopped reading every Marvel comic. Really? Yeah, I was I was an avid Marvel reader, uh, just like I have been an avid DC reader. Reader, and um, it was just bad, you know, like uh, to the point where even like Captain America, where I have literally, I'm I'm not exaggerating. I've read every Captain America comic ever. You I didn't, so you did not appreciate Hell Hydra? No, no, that was that was that. that was absolutely awful. And he still read it. <laughs> I may go back and read it at some point. Oh, so, when, so you haven't read every no, time. Well, that's it. what I'm saying is I, even <laughs> Captain, even Captain America. Could betrayed. I I had to I had to stop. I had yeah. to because it was it was upsetting, you know. And I understand that we're talking about comic books. We're not talking about like real problems, you know. Uh, <laughs> like we're not talking about like like a hurricane that devastated Puerto Rico, you know. We're not we're not talking the, about they don't like all have news. to be related. We're like, not talking we're not talking like, about you know mass shootings in Las Vegas. You know, I'm, I realize I'm talking about a fucking comic book, but yeah, but an interest what, in something you like doesn't necessarily have to negate the fact that you give a shit that people like yeah. are going through bad things. Yeah, but it's but okay, I, it's okay to care. I under, we're just saying yes. it's okay to care. You're See, in a safe place. Here's here's the thing: is that even though those things are unrelated. They uh, just just like any novel or movie or TV show or or song might give you 
hope for the future or mm-hmm. give you positive feelings. That is what Captain America has always done for me. Mm. Always. They, they and that for from, from the time that I was five years old and I decided that Captain America was my favorite Marvel comic hero, uh, to this day, he has always done that for me until that that happened and I just I don't know if I can ever forgive Marvel for that and I, I realize that that sounds I think they probably I don't know I, they probably I, 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 that sounds trivial but, but do you, you actually know, know what happened though fuck you Axel Alonso do you, do you know what you. they actually did though yeah no I I know what they did okay so okay I, I, I read about it I, I read about I didn't read the series but but I read about it and I think that it's uh it's absolutely fucking garbage it's fucking trash fuck you Marvel <laughs> fuck you Axel Alonso alright All right. okay next bit of news yeah <laughs> let's move uh, on because I'm getting upset now I know you are I can tell um okay do you guys watch Walking Dead at all or no nope not anymore uh no. not fuck after that Dead. thing <laughs> the thing that happened at the yeah. beginning of the that- season the thing, mm-hmm. Not even the end of the season. The thing that happened at the beginning oh, of this season. That's what I said. Oh yeah, I guess it was. This yeah, season. it was the first episode. The heartbreaking of one. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, I kept saying, "Okay, this is going to be the last season," and then every, when the season would start, I'd watch it again, mm-hmm. right? But this time, Same. I decided at the beginning of the season, this is my, this is my last season, and I, I stopped. It's Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah. I'll watch it forever. I think it's mind you. I love Jeffrey Dean Morgan so much. I love him so much. Like I've. Loved him every, ever since he was like Denny and Grey's Anatomy. No, Supernatural. Ever since he was a father in Supernatural. Papa Winchester. Yeah. Like, you know, really, really shitty dad. Like, yeah. Um, I really do love the guy. But fuck Negan, though. <laughs> Just fuck Negan. But he plays such a great Negan. He does. I will give him this. He plays a great fuck. villain. But I'm done being tortured by that show. <laughs> yeah. See, Just I don't. I don't think Negan me. is the problem. I think the problem is that the show continues to take and take and take and doesn't give you anything. Exactly. It becomes. It, it starts getting really draining after yeah. a while. And like, I guess tone. It makes sense tonally that it's it's an apocalyptic show. It's supposed sh- to be draining. It's supposed to be draining because it's cool. Like that's the ride you're on with everybody else. But there should be like the first few seasons did a good job of like ha- giving you some ups. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, you're right. And I just felt like the last few it was like, yeah. nah, fuck everything. Everything sucks. And it's like, okay, well, you know what the problem is that right now since the real world sucks, I you got want no, you don't want. Yeah. I got no time. I, don't I got need no, the fake world to suck too. Yeah, exactly. I need to watch happy shit because like everything else around me is like a, is a terrifying yeah. trash pile on fire. Um, well, the reason I brought that up is because they've said that they are officially going to do a Fear the Walking Dead crossover with The Walking Dead. Oh, the, cool. Uh, Fear the Walking if Dead. If only which I had wa- kept watching either one of them. I saw season one of Fear the Walking Dead and I couldn't go through it. But the thing is that they've said that Fear the Walking Dead takes place. So season one of Fear the Walking Dead is season six or seven of Walking Dead. Ah. So I, th- I thought it was before. Yeah, I thought so too. I thought. So when when they're on season six of the Walking Dead, mm-hmm. that's when season one's happening in Fear the Walking Dead. That doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. It was because Fear Fear the Walking Dead right, is, it's, it's is a, happening before, so it would have to be like well, season well, negative well, four. Right. Well, that's the thing that they they said that the, that it, there's a it's a space that it's not exactly happening at the same time. So they're saying that characters like Glenn, is it like the, Abraham, could be on Fear the Walking Dead. Is it the reverse where maybe season one of Walking Dead is season six of Fear the Walking That's Dead? That's what, sorry. Okay, okay. I that said makes it much that, more that makes sense. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. It's been a long day. I'm yeah, I, I, I figured, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, sorry. Because they're saying that it could be like maybe Glenn makes an appearance right. in, in Fear the Walking Dead. I think Abraham. they're just, that, I think that they're just trying to make us watch. watch. Yeah. Because they knowing where he's gonna end up mm-hmm. would would hurt. Because their ratings dropped after Glenn goes killed. So spoiler alert. Yeah, like I mean, but if if you haven't seen that, 
Yeah. You're literally oh, like, rock. no shit that the ratings drop. Like, you literally killed the heart of the show. Yeah. But like, I he mean, was. He was like. But they followed the comic. That's what happened in the yeah, comic. Yeah, but you know what? Yeah. And I, I know I've said this before. I fucking hate the comic book. The comic well, book, at, at the the comic very, book ha- does have a very, like, niche, like, loyal following, but it doesn't mean that it's a following that's enjoying their time at the moment. Yeah, everyone <laughs> is. Every person that I know that reads the comic book is like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah I know. It's, uh, uh, it's going to get better in the next story arc. And it doesn't get any better. And the thing is, at but, least. But is that the if, comic book or is that no, the show? Com- no, it's the comic as well. No, but, no, but they're telling you. The comic. They're, oh, they're telling you they're that telling the comic. Yeah, I'm like, why okay. do you read this? Because at the very least, like, I think that the first, uh, the first graphic novel story collection they have, the first six issues, uh, the art uh, was done by a guy named Tony, Tony Moore. Mm-hmm. That guy's incredible, fantastic I have an autograph, artist. Uh, com- issue one from him. <sighs> awesome. Yeah. Don't ever get rid of that. Yeah. Um, he was great. And I, I enjoyed the art. And sometimes I can kind of let a uh, a story that I'm not really into slide if the art's really good. Mm. Um, like I, I always think of in the, the new 52, uh, very quickly the Superman <laughs> comic started to go south um, before they picked up again towards the end. Um, but the art was like consistently good. Mm-hmm. They had like George Perez doing art fucking awesome they had uh dan jurgens doing art fucking awesome then they had ken rockefort coming on fucking awesome but it got to a point where it was like okay these stories are just fucking bad right you know and then once the artist changed i was like i can't do this anymore right you know so um and 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 the guy that's on there now charlie adler he's been on there i mean to his credit he's been on there for over 100 issues you know uh, I think probably close to 150 issues at this point. Damn. Um, so that's that's a you know a testament to his you know to his skill. I can't do that, but I don't like his art. Okay. So Fair I enough. neither like the art nor where Kirkman has decided to take the story. So I don't yeah. like the comics either. Man, I just got he, like he's so angry today. Like okay, so remember how, <laughs> like we've we've talked about before how. And you guys tease me the fact that like what? I didn't jump into um, Game of Thrones until later. I'm on season two, so don't even. Okay. I've, I've... No, I decided fuck it. I literally watched only up to maybe season two. Said fuck it for a few years, and then jumped in like a few seasons ago, and mm. just didn't even bother catching up with the ones. Yeah, in the see, I I don't understand that. I don't know. I, how I know you know, because you know what? It's because I was watching like I was watching The Walking Dead like at that moment. Like I I don't have enough. There's just too much emotions that get yanked out of me, and like I don't so have enough energy to, to to be emotionally gotcha. drained by both these shows. Yeah, like, yeah. that's why I gave up on Grey's Anatomy. Stop watching that. Like like any show where you just start killing the main character, like the main characters, too much and too often. Like whenever you just want, like I just it feels like lazy writing. Right. It feels like lazy writing when you're like, oh well, we haven't done anything in a while, and we want to shock the audience. Someone has to die. Right. Like, there's so many other ways you could go about this. Let's be creative with what you like, what you can do to shock me. When yeah. I think Game of Thrones is really good at the give and take, where they'll you know they'll they'll kill this character, they'll make this character suffer, but then they're gonna give you this one thing. Where it's like, hey, look. There's still hope in the world right and and especially this last season of game of thrones where things kind of started to you know move towards you know a good place um you know yeah I, until those last few minutes <laughs> yeah you know but i um you know it's i i think that game of thrones does a much better job than yeah. walking dead does i'm still watching game of thrones mm-hmm. yeah you know oh well now that hbo has its own like kind of decisions it can make yeah then now it doesn't have to right can depart. well and they also gave us jason Momoa. 
as Carl Drago. Yes. So nice. And I will always thank them for that. Mm. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Well, I always mm. thank, uh, I was at like, Stargate Atlantis for Jason Momoa. He was in, you know, he was in Baywatch. It was, it was, uh, it was one of the offshoots of Baywatch, uh, really? Baywatch Hawaii. Mm-hmm. He was one of the lifeguards. Oh, never thought. Yeah, I, I didn't either. But he still had up. short mm-hmm. hair at that point. Yeah. Right? yeah. No beard and short hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. See, the caveman look is what works for him. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. drinking beer and throwing axes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Guinness, yeah, Guinness, and throwing axes. <laughs> Let's get it right. Jesus Christ! <laughs> did you did you see the the Conan movie with him? Oh, of course, no. I saw the Conan. Movie. You haven't seen it's it? Really I haven't seen it? It's really good. It's really good. Really? The 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 critic reviews were awful. Those guys don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Because it's Conan. It's not supposed to be art. No, but this was. But it is. It is. Really? But it is. Yeah. The thing is, the movie is very cinematic. It's him and his shirt on the whole time. Art. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think the cinematography is absolutely gorgeous <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and it sticks very closely to the feel of the original Conan stories much more than the Schwarzenegger one does well I mean he's, al- he's allowed to and actually I'm, use I'm his I'm voice I'm a big fan wait, of in the Con- wait in the Conan was Schwarzenegger allowed to use his voice yet yeah. during the Conan movies mm-hmm. okay no, I remember- I, to my knowledge the only starring role that he didn't provide his voice was Hercules in New York yeah. yeah yeah. after that it was that's a fun movie to watch if you want a good bad movie oh hell yeah, yeah. It's, it is a good a, bad movie oh my god we should watch Hercules in New York <laughs> it's ridiculous I'm in I'm fucking in <laughs> um, okay so the last bit of news is, is to me the in, most interesting one yeah um, Nintendo's filed a patent which uh, appears that it, the next system to come out with is actually going to be a Game Boy what? So instead of like like they released the NES Classic, they've released the SNES Classic. It's going to be a throwback to the original Game Boy. See, like Nintendo and these like Nintendo and the like video game systems and consoles are the only ones who picked up how to actually still sell shit to millennials. Yeah, <laughs> like so many companies are just complaining like millennials aren't golfing, but millennials aren't buying diamonds. And you're like, you know what millennials are doing? Playing games because fuck everything. Yeah, yeah. Fuck exactly. Everything. Well, you know what? If your diamonds weren't so ridiculously marked up, maybe we'd buy more of them. Yeah. If your if, pearls weren't so ridiculously yeah. marked if up, you maybe we'd like, buy yeah, more. If of them. you weren't like you know inflating the market and yeah. like yeah strangling it, you know, and if like yeah. But Nintendo was giving us nostalgia. Yeah. At a very good price. Mm-hmm. And it's hackable, so it's even and, better. Right, and, and, and that's even a better price. Here's here's here's, <laughs> here's why I'm loving Nintendo right now because maybe they knew or did not know that the NES Classic was so easy to hack, but they certainly knew that with the Super NES, and they changed virtually nothing on the console, allowing you to hack it right away. And so they're giving you what you want, you know. Yeah. And bravo to Nintendo for following with their supply and demand yes. thing. The the first shipment of Super NES Classics was larger than every single shipment that they had of the NES Classic combined. Every oh, wow. Best Buy down here had at least 125 copies. Holy shit! At least the one of the ones in Doral had 260, I believe units that were that they had there and and this and the supply is supposed to continue rolling in i picked up one at gamestop today yeah so another shipment has come in so i kudos to nintendo uh i would listen to reggie uh phil's uh aim or ma i don't know how, exactly how you pronounce his last name um i'm not i don't remember his 
He's the Nintendo. Of yeah, I don't know. I don't president. know how. To, yeah, I, I, I don't I'm know not how, sure to pronounce how, his last how you pronounce I never his, heard last, his name. last name. But listen to Reggie. He says, "Don't buy a system for more than eighty dollars because they will be in stock. Even if they're not right now, they will be in stock." And and I'm okay. glad you can see because the the resellers, it's only going for like one forty. With yes. the NES yeah. Classic, so it was two fifty, three hundred. Yeah, my little brother did that with one of the like a few years back with one of like the newer systems that had come out. He happened to be able to like buy like three of them mm-hmm. like four of them i think he bought like four of them and he like sold, sold the other three off for like like he, he basically took care of the rest of his christmas presents oh that's great <laughs> by selling those yeah. off he's like and i'm done that's funny well, yeah it's, it's yeah. interesting because uh they've patented uh, uh basically a minimalist image of the traditional controller for each system oh okay uh they did it for the nes it was just like a minimalist image of the controller they did it for the super nes and i think it was last week or two weeks ago um they patented an n64 one Mm -hmm. and that was the speculation a couple weeks ago and then now this japanese um uh twitter account yeah uh posted that game boy one that's been filed in japan um hmm I don't understand how in the last year I've bought three video game systems from Nintendo and it's not 1994. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's, I'm trying to think like besides Pokemon Red and, um, because there was a Pokemon Red and Pokemon Blue, I think, were the first two. The first two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got the old original Tetris and stuff like that. But that is one of the most played games of all time. The original Tetris. I, used to play it I still have my Game time. Boy. I still have my original big brick Game yeah, Boy yeah. in my nightstand. I keep batteries next to it just in case it runs out, and Tetris is always in there. It's like your vibrator. It is. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it gets me off in a way that no one else can. Uh, but there was Link's Awakening also, uh-huh. which was a fantastic game. Um, kids now, I, I hope, I hope so that kids have to realize what we went through. They don't add a backlight to it <laughs> so that if they're uh-huh. driving at night, their parents are driving at night, they got to wait for the, the streetlights. Like, <laughs> they just yeah. got to wait. Like we ha- all had to do with the fucking streetlights. Yeah. We can, oh, there, uh, yeah. until they finally like, release that exactly. that addition that you could put hook on yeah. to the top of it yes. that was and the it's magnifier. It's got to come with one or two lines of dead pixels. <laughs> it it required. It, it yeah. is required. It if not, it's not, it's not going to feel Thankfully right. Thankfully on mine, it's all the way on the left-hand side, and it's like almost the extreme like edge of the screen. So oh, this is okay. like a border. It's pretty, it looks like a border. Perfect. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So very, yeah, very exciting. I'm like now having so many nostalgic memories of like road trips and stuff of me like trying to like <laughs> yeah. stick myself against the window and be like, I think, okay, I think I got it. I think I got it. <laughs> and then like the light goes away for a second, you look back and you're like, fuck, like it fell in the wrong spot. And you had to try to fix it. It was a challenge. It was an extra challenge. Are they going to do a Game Boy Color after that? And if so, are they going to do a Game Boy Advance after that? This is... <laughs> the the fucking possibilities are endless, man. Endless. Not necessarily, <laughs> endless, not necessarily endless, but cyclical. And then they they're going to do right. a virtual <laughs> boy and nobody's going to buy it? I will buy it. No, nowadays they'd it. be able to do it. They'd be able to do it. No, but if it, you don't get the, the headaches and the dizziness, yeah. it's not I mean, really a virtual boy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think my did corneas you, you are burning. <laughs> you know what's about the virtual reality stuff? Like they're trying to, like they're using that for a lot of things. Like, lately they've been using it in um like architecture and engineering. Okay. Uh, a lot of people have been like doing that stuff. Like my brother's currently learning how to be able to recreate an entire room that you can actually walk around. Oh, that's cool. Um, so he's been taught to do that. I was at uh, I was at a seminar, like one of those things where, the, you know, like architects and people who build shit, you know, mingle, drink, and then pretend that they're looking at samples. Um, 
<laughs> I was at one of these and there was a giant VR thing in the middle of the room. That was the only thing everyone was lining up for. And it was fantastic because it was later in the night and everyone had already had a few wines. So it was a bunch of like half drunk architects and engineers <laughs> putting on these like helmets and like walking around these rooms and stuff. And more than often than not, you would see one of them at the very edge of the wall looking down as if they had been at a window and they're like, like kind of putting their heads naturally speaking, like as if they had it pressed up against the window. Right. right. That's really cool. Yeah. The, guy who was manning it told told us that he's like more often than not we had to like program something because like whenever we have a little kid do it for some reason kids always jump off (laughs) (laughs) little kids try to commit suicide all the time that's hilarious i I asked him i'm like did you program it in like did you let them and he's like yeah thing is we had had to program the outside of the building so (laughs) they would jump off wow oh my god I'm that like, is so messed up. Yeah, he's like, yeah. he's like, toddlers are toddlers are weirdly suicidal. Like, mm-hmm. I don't. All children yeah. are yeah. all toddlers are suicidal. Well, they're interested yeah. in cause and effect. I don't know how much it is the suicide, <laughs> but cause and effect is a big thing. They for have them. no yeah. fear. Well, because they don't know yeah, what effects are yet. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they're like, oh, what does this do? I want to <laughs> climb this giant. It does wall. out. It does out. Yeah. Got yeah. it. Note. Yeah. When what we, is this fire? Listen. <laughs> Oh, okay. That's when we all played fire? Grand Theft Auto for the first time, we all drove that car into the water to see what would happen. This yeah. is fair. Right? This is fair. And the hookers. That, right. And then, you know what you did? I know, because I did the same thing. You drove over the hooker to see if you can get your money back, and you know what you could. You could. Mm-hmm. You, and you didn't have to get out of your car. No. <laughs> doesn't work in real life, though. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Take it from me, and that's and that's, <laughs> that's cause and that's your morality minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, guys. Well, that's the newsy. We've gone uh, fifty-two minutes. Wow, that's and Neri's still not back. I think I just heard him. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Well, that was good timing. Yeah, that's yeah. how we do it. Um, I didn't introduce us, and it's, it's just, <laughs> I just realized that. And so that the it was Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> Mayor Senior from Rule Bro, hello, from Rule and Bro. old friend for here, Dave okay. from everything else, <laughs> and me, Jeff, from, uh, from everything else. From and we your want, and me, hey, Neri, say hi. Hey, <laughs> all right, though, thank you guys for listening to the newsy. So, make sure hi, you bye. listen to the other podcasts yeah. like Woo Bro, Mamas and Merlot, Shiver, What's Good, um, uh, What's uh, Seasons on Heroes, uh, Seasons Coming Soon, uh, Talking Geek, uh, Comedy Fitness. And I, think we did them all? I think that's it. I, I think so, guys. If, I don't if, even if know. If we missed one, we're sorry. Did we? There's a podcast that we have coming up. <laughs> yes, yes. Shady bitch. <laughs> oh man. All right. Okay. All right. Well, on that note, <laughs> on that, yeah, that is how news is uh, told. news. <laughs> that's how news is used. <laughs>